This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and co-founder at Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RVing needs as a family and so much more. Tonight and every Sunday night, I am blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a homeschool and RVing family to four kiddos on the road. I'm the creator and author over at roadtripteacher.com, your educational resource for full-time traveling families. And we also like to chronicle our travels at Diary of a Road Mom, so we'd love to have you follow us over there if you are so inclined. I am coming to you live this week um, in an unexpected location. What's new for me? That's it's always unexpected. I, uh, my family decided to run home to uh, the Midwest for the Easter holiday, and we have yet to return from our Indiana slash Illinois location uh, back to our winter. Um, wintering location that we were still enjoying down in Florida. So that's where I'm coming to you live tonight. And uh, KT, I can't wait to hear about where you're at. Where are you coming to us live tonight from? I am coming to you from very, very hot Palm Desert, California. When I say hot, Mary Beth, I've never experienced heat like this. And you and I are very, very well acquainted with Florida heat. I uh, I launched from Florida back in 2010, and you spend quite a lot of time at your RV site in Florida, so we know we know what heat is. But this 103 degree heat with zero humidity, I tell you what, it is all kinds of hot. Oh, kinds of everything is everything is out to burn your butt. You got to watch where you sit. You got to watch what you touch. You got to make sure you have shoes on because you will get scalded around here. So, but we've enjoyed our three weeks here immensely. Um, it's funny enough, we were only supposed to spend a week here. And when I say we, I'm talking about myself and the James gang, our, our families. Um, well, we were only supposed to spend a week here and then move on. But that, during that first week, we attended a Bible study put on by one of the members of the campground, Pastor Jack Marshall and his wife Rose. And I tell you what, I enjoyed that Bible study so much. I turned to Sarah on Thursday and I said, I'm not ready to leave. I want to come to more Bible study. And it turns out that Pastor Jack also does Sunday service here. So we have been attending his Sunday service and his Wednesday Bible study. And we just had a wonderful time. We actually closed out both of those things because it is so hot here. They actually closed this campground down, so the services are also done until the fall. But if you find yourself at the Palm Desert RV Resort, no, it's the Palm Springs RV Resort in Palm Desert, California, I encourage you to attend the 10 a.m. Sunday Mass with Pastor Jack and uh, the Wednesday Bible Study. You will be blessed by your attendance with both of those things. How about you, Mary Beth? I love that. You know, I just have to say before I talk to you about where I'm at that I somewhere along the week I ran across a picture that Sarah James posted. I don't know if it was on her Instagram or what social media it was, but somewhere in it showed her temperature in her rig. And I was like, oh, my land, is their air conditioner broke? And it just took me a little bit to realize where you all were and how hot that it really was there. So 
I've been watching your heat from afar, and I have to tell you that, um, well, I don't want to be that hot. Uh, where I am in the Midwest, you know, it's still spring, very spring up here, so I got to uh, enjoy, if you want to use that word, close to freezing temperatures a couple of days ago, and it's been raining, and then we have the whole Midwest spring weather with the tornadoes popping up out of everywhere the last couple of days, and five inches of rain. Thankfully, I'm not in my rig. I left that in Florida. It's safely tucked away down there. Um, or we're going to return here in a couple of days. We came up here in our vehicle, so didn't have to worry about any flooding where our rig was, but I can tell you I'm glad I don't have it with me because they have a lot of rain where we're at. Oh, that's not fun. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're safe and sound and that uh, those tornadoes aren't affecting you, and our prayers and thoughts go out to those families who are affected by the wild weather this spring. Um, I got to tell you, I'm super stoked. I don't know if you've been watching, but uh, if you go to fulltimefamilies.com and you click up on the upcoming events, you will see that there are hangouts popping up all over the country. Specifically, let's see, our our first one is 4th of July at Hershey, uh, followed by um, the solar eclipse in Bend, followed by the balloon fiesta in New Mexico, and I want to tell you, there's more in my inbox that haven't even been released yet. And what a hangout is, is a structured event, usually um, a long weekend to a week long, with potlucks and crafts and games and some group field trips. And it's it's like a low-key version of a rally. A rally, if you've ever listened to our rally recap shows, and you know a rally can be exhausting. It's a lot of fun pushes you out of your comfort zone. It's speed dating for families. It's awesome. But uh, once you're on the road or maybe you've attended a rally or maybe a rally is just too daunting to you, then I look, then I encourage you to look into these hangouts because there are limited numbers of families, usually between 20, 10 and 20 families, and uh, they're just an opportunity for a more intimate gathering of like-minded full-time families on the road. So uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, check out the Hangouts. You can find them at the upcoming events. I'm super stoked about these Hangouts, Mary Bether. Um, and if you want to host your own Hangout, Mary Beth is considering hosting her own Hangout. If you want to host your own Hangout, you could just reach me at Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com. You do have to be a FullTime Families member to host a Hangout. But what we do is supply you with all the support you need and a budget, and we connect you with the families to come. Uh, and you can set the parameters. You can say how small a hangout you want or how big you want or how many days you want. You set a lot of the parameters, and we work with you to, to kick off a great event. So super, super cool things happen in the summer with full-time families. I know you and I have been talking about the summer off the air so much over the past couple of weeks. And um, if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, then you know that KT is, um, as she just talked about, is having the West Coast solar fest all around that eclipse there in August. And I can tell you that um, us over here at Road Trip Teacher, we have definitely have that week marked out on our calendar. We're definitely going to have um, some sort of an FTF hangout based around the solar fest and the uh, solar eclipse. I just can't really tell you where yet. I know that it's going to be, um, as Kim really knows, uh, somewhere between that St. Louis to maybe Nashville, Tennessee, like that corridor along through there. We're looking at different locations right now um, that will kind of accommodate people on this side of the country. 
um, to come to that. So if that is an area that you're going to be in um, and you want to reach out to me at info at roadtripteacher.com, I would love to talk with you about where you think a great location could be because that is what we are looking for right now and hope to be able to release that location very soon. Very cool. Well, tell me a little bit about your road school week, Mary Beth. My road school week. Well, as you know, uh, and as I alluded to in our in the beginning of the the program, we decided to leave Florida right before Easter, um, literally the Friday before Easter. We decided to make a fly-in trip home to Indiana, and we'd done that. And um, it seemed like it was such a quick trip, so we decided maybe to stay for an extra week, and so that's what we've done. Um, we brought limited amount of road school materials with us. So what that made me do was get a little bit creative this week because we really didn't have our book curriculum that we were um, that we're kind of accustomed to down there with our daily schedule. But um, what we did do is took advantage of two things, and one is an extended morning time. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back and search our other shows that we've done on morning time because there's several of them that we, we've talked about that. Um, but the other thing I'd done was just kind of turn my kiddos loose with their time for learning. Um, if you uh, are a loyal listener, you know that time for learning has been a sponsor of our podcast in the past. It's something that Kimberly and I both use in our road schools. Um, all of my kiddos this year don't use, they do not use time for learning exclusively. However, they do have access to all the subjects on time for learning with our membership there. Um, so what I'd done this week was I just kind of turned them loose on time for learning and let them kind of pick and choose in some of the subjects that they weren't even doing on that online curriculum, and it's worked out really well. It was way less work for me. Um, it kept them learning, and uh, I felt like it was a win-win. So that's what we've been doing this week, something a little different but just as effective. Sounds wonderful. I love it. I love that we get to mix things up in our road school and keep it from getting stale. We had an awesome road school week, too. We, um, I'm about to embark on a vacation, Mary Beth, and I did the math. And although I went to Europe uh, last fall, our family has not been on a family vacation since we hit the road seven years ago. In fact, we didn't even feel the need for a family. I think it's ironic you know, people think that we're always on vacation. That couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, although our life looks similar to a vacation because we get to go to all these amazing destinations with each other, it's not a vacation because, you know, we're only touring one or two days a week and the rest of the time is spent in the rig or in the campground, doing work, running errands, keeping house, whatever we do. And so I'm super stoked. We're going to um, a beach that has no Internet access for four nights and so I can't even not be on vacation if I if I tried I'm but I'm super excited <laughs> about that um and so um uh so that's what we're doing but before that we we just wrapped up our road school week because we're taking 10 days off of our road school um and uh one of the things we did this week was go to an art exhibit that is uh there where there's life-size installations all around the Coachella Valley where we're staying at and so um, on my on the Road School Moms group, I've actually uploaded some of the pictures from that that we did yesterday. It was pretty cool. And I, it was a great thing to expose the kids to. It was a lot of fun. So if you want to see pictures of that, you can go to our Road School Moms Facebook group. That's awesome. I'm trying to get that. Where, I, where I'm at sitting at right now, I don't have very good Internet, so I can't reach those pictures. But I'll check that out. That's so much fun. 
Isn't that funny? You know, I, I feel the same way. And even though we're not really on vacation, because we're away from our rig and we're kind of out of our, definitely out of our daily comfort zone, I can tell you that. I kind of feel like that we've been on vacation the last week because, you know, well, we actually stayed at a hotel a couple nights, which that was fun because, you know, the first thing everybody wanted to do, uh, take a bath. <laughs> so you get an actual bathtub. And, uh, you know. We've ate out of the, you know, more places than we normally would. When we got back here, it was we had to hit all the um, places that we love back here in this area. And um, I don't know, we've kind of been on a vacation, but it's it's funny. Yeah, you almost have to get out of your rig, right, to take a vacation because it's I don't know, it's I'm too comfy in our RV, and I don't really feel the need to go on vacation. Well, I'm excited yeah, to hear absolutely. about yours. Yeah, I, I haven't felt the need to have a vacation from my life for the last seven years, but um, as full-time families grows and as our job here gets more intense, I could see the beauty of the of the ability to have refreshment. And true to form, of course, Mayor Beth, you know, I got a little list of post-it notes that I want to accomplish on my vacation because that's <laughs> just who I am. But a lot of it is going to be, you know, some spiritual time, some, some um, high-quality quiet time with the Lord and some devotional time with the family I'm really excited about. Just clearing our schedule, spending time at the beach in his creation with uh, the family that he gave me. So super excited about it. But I cannot believe this, but this is our last show of April. It's crazy. I know. May is upon us and summer is just around the corner. So let's talk about summer plans. Uh, We talked about the FTF events. you know, sometimes we talk about uh, whether we're taking summer off or not, um, but uh, this this show is going to all talk about the road school rules of summer. And, you know, if you uh, have listened to any road school moms, and I think you know the answer, but we'll unveil it, the rules, our rules, we'll unveil our rules as the show proceeds. So, Mary Beth, what's on your summer calendar? Well, when you talk about road school rules, we might as well just tell. We might as well let them in on our secret, and that is uh, KT, I, KT and I have the biggest rule for road school, and that is, ha, huh, there are no rules. <laughs> That's our biggest rule for road school, um, and we've talked about that on several occasions. Um, I know in years past that uh, we have really kind of taken the uh, – not really taken the summer off. We've always just kind of kept on homeschooling or road schooling, um, maybe not – exactly the same in the summer, but we continue to really keep on a learning adventure. And I know, KT, you've done that as well. Now, last summer, Kimberly, you took the entire summer off. You were very definitive about wrapping up your formal or your formal homeschool schedule. And you even had some music months and all kinds of um, from extracurricular things last year, but you took the, the whole summer off. Am I right? I did. I did. Yes, last year, uh, Chris was the main homeschool educator, and he did such a smash job that they were on schedule, and we were able to take the summer off for the first time. Right. And so um, that's kind of what we did as well. Now, this year, I can tell you that we, um, while we're going to wind up some of our subjects right on time, kind of at it maybe a more traditional school calendar, we've got a couple of subjects that we were kind of light on this year. So I can tell you that for our crew, we're going to um, continue um, our social studies and a little bit of our science curriculums for all my road schoolers over the summer. And I can tell you that I'm going to work that into kind of a morning time routine for my guys. It's not going to be real formal 
um, anything that has to take place at any certain time um, or anything like that. But I can tell you that we're going to continue to road school through the, through the summer in our rig um, because that's just what we need to do. Um, now, what, what what's your plans this summer, KT? Are you going to keep road schooling this summer or are you going to take a break? You know, Mary Beth, the jury's out because while I did enjoy our summer last year, um, I did, like you say, have reasons also why it was important for us to have the time off. And we were, I can't quite tell you what it was we were doing, but I do remember that it was important we not do school during the summer. So, um, but I don't know that that's the case this year. Um, oh, I know. We did the Jellystone tour. Um, oh, that's this, right. is, this is RVing tour, right? And we uh, spent some time in Elkhart up at the RV manufacturer. So we, we were not able, we would not have been able to to school during that. Um, but uh, this year, I can't tell you. I have not made a decision yet. I know uh, tomorrow's going to be May, and I should probably get on that. But I do really feel like the summer could be June, July, August, and even into September because we do travel with the weather, and we experience a lot of summer weather in September wherever our rig is. So I don't have to make that decision right now. I might I might create like a hybrid idea where we do school May, June, and half of July, and then take the other half of July, September, uh, August, and September off, um, or not. I don't know. It depends on how my kids kiddos are progressing. And you know, the truth is, sometimes when you take summer off, you have a lot of uh, back work to do um, to get them back on track. So I might not want to do that this year. Yep, so I see that we're kind of on the same track for our summer. We've got homeschool plans, maybe not quite sure how formal they, they're going to be. You know, as I said, we too are going to take a break from our day-to-day schedule, but I do know that we're going to continue to enjoy. One of the main perks of our full-time RVing family's lifestyle, and that is to um, enjoy the road school adventure that awaits for us mile after mile. So road school moms, whether you um, homeschool year-round, or maybe you take a complete break for the summer months, or like Kimberly said, I love that word hybrid, a hybrid road school. Maybe you take some kind of a hybrid road school somewhere in between. Tonight, KT and I are going to help you get the most out of your road school adventure this summer. Now, if you are taking a break from your official school schedule, then we've got you covered in the first part of this podcast. We could probably sit here and talk to you about 101 ways um, to handle your summer road school, but tonight we're going to cover our five, or our, no, I'm sorry, our favorite seven ways to soak up the summer sun and road school fun. Well, I'm really excited about way number one because uh, it's something that really encourages children to be present, and anything that encourages children to be present is always a winner in my book, and so the first suggestion we're going to have is set your road schoolers into the the world of being a photographer. Now, this could be as little or as big a part of your summer travels as you want it to be, whether it's an order of disposable cameras to have on hand for your road schoolers or utilizing the camera on a smartphone. Plan to record the summer in pictures. Kids of all ages have a unique perspective on everything, and you know this because if you've ever picked up your iPhone and found, like, 52 pictures of your feet, then you- you know that one of your kiddos is been taking pictures with your camera or like 82 pictures of them making funny faces or up the dog's nose or whatever. <laughs> Why not capture all those perspectives in a summer photo portfolio? You can even start this road school adventure at a local library to read up on photography skills. There are many ways to put those photo memories together later in the summer, and we'll talk about that in another show. But for now, pick up your picture-taking tools and get a snapping. 
Oh, my gosh. You know, we've done similar projects um, in different parts of our travels, not necessarily for summer. And you know how much I love to take pictures. So that would totally be at the top of my list. But um, for our number two suggestion tonight, here's something else that's on the top of my list this year, and that is scavenger hunts. Um, you know, in fact, I love scavenger hunts so much that we actually put a whole pack of them together over at Road Trip Teacher in our learning shop um, that you can download and discover your way through lots of quirky facts and crazy places over the next few months. Um, if you are a subscriber over at Road Trip Teacher, then you probably are got our, already have our beach scavenger hunt, which is a really fun one. Um, but there's also, there's so many out there. You can download them free on the Internet. If you're listening to this podcast tonight or on a replay, you can send me um, an email over at info at roadtripteacher.com, and I'll send you our scavenger hat, um, hunt pack for free. It's got 15 scavenger hunts in it, which um, takes you on those kind of learning adventures to a campground. There's a people-watching scavenger hunt, which is a really fun one. Um, you can go to the library and go on a scavenger hunt, even on a hike. And can you even imagine a mall? The mall scavenger hunt is totally fun. So if you like to take pictures, there's even a photography scavenger hunt. So you can use that last tip that Kimberly was talking about with the scavenger hunt uh, printable, and that would be a whole nother adventure. So um, if you want to take this route for your summer you know, road school, it's, you know, it's more than just those scavenger hunts. You have to put, I guess, together some sort of a kit that you would have on hand because, you know, there's nothing like trying to do something like this and not be prepared. So you'd want to definitely sit down and think, okay, what do you need for each of my road schoolers? And in my suggestion, that would be probably just a clipboard and maybe a pencil pouch with some zipper or with some sharpened pencils or pens or markers or whatever your kiddos like to use for things like that. And just those printed scavenger hunt pages. And again, you don't have to use mine at Road Trip Teacher. There's all kinds of them out there on the internet. So go out there and get yourself a selection of those. Some that sound fun, um, some that look educational. You know, don't let, you know, education doesn't have to be the total guide. I mean, you can find education in, in the fun ones too. Um, and when your location changes, you can even reuse your favorites. So if you've done a mall one um, somewhere along the way and then you get to a new location, try it out as a new mall, and I'm sure you'll find different things along the way. And if you want to take that a step further, there are tons of ways to do that too, such as writing or photo journaling prompts that you can introduce to your um, road schoolers from each of those scavenger trips. Really, you just need to let your imagination be your guide, and at the end of the summer, you'll have lots of great memories recorded on those printables and pages that I'm sure your kiddos will be talking about for years to come. Oh, I love, you know, I love scavenger hunts, and you know, from time to time, FTF hosts a very large family-friendly scavenger hunt that you can participate in anywhere in the country uh, that marries those two principles, like you said, photography and scavenger hunts, super fun. Um, but... We couldn't give you a list of do's on the summer quest for summer sun and road school fun without encouraging you and your family to keep reading. And while Mary Beth and I said we might be um, suspending some of our road school activities, reading is something that's never suspended in either one of our rigs. So if you haven't included family read-aloud books in your homeschool, this is the perfect season to do so. Check out Sarah McKenzie over at Read Aloud Revival to connect your kids through stories. If you follow her blog, blog, you'll receive a list of book suggestions for each month. Make reading a daily road school priority along with your traveling adventures. Pack a picnic and your family read aloud book. Stopping at a national park along the way? Take advantage of a shady 
spot and take some time to read a few chapters there. Read your way through the summer with your family, and you'll be making a lasting impression sure to benefit everyone for a lifetime. You know, that's my favorite part of I, I can spot another road schooling family in a national park. And this has happened to me quite frequently. In fact, when I go to national parks, I look specifically for this. You know, the difference is that they don't have that frantic, I'm on vacation look that comes with a limited amount of time to purvey a park. They have that relaxed jaunt that, I mean, they're barely moving as they walk through the park. They're just barely moving. They're laying out over here under the shade. They're sitting over there enjoying a rock. You know, the, the the parents are having a conversation about I don't even know what while the kids are jumping off the edge of the Grand Canyon. It's crazy time. But you can spot them from a mile away. So I could just see our family in the meadow at Yosemite just reading a book, and that would be completely normal and natural in our world. And yet, our, unfortunately, our traditional counterparts who are on vacation there don't get to enjoy that same pace when they're on their exploration. So if you are on this journey as a road schooler, take advantage of that. Take advantage of those leisurely times that you have to explore this country. Yeah, you know, as you're talking about reading your way through the summer, it reminds me that um, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, but remember we put together those reading calendars, um, those reading calendar prompts. And I'll make sure that we put that in the show notes for tonight, that link. For those, but I know that if you go back at fulltimefamilies.com or if you visit the learning shop at Road Trip Teacher, they're actually those reading calendar pages are in our free printables there. And all that is is simply a one page uh, printout of the current calendar, and each day there's a reading prompt. And some of them are so simple and so easy, like, you know, pick out your fam- favorite family recipe and read it aloud and then make the treat. Or you know, uh, find something today to read about bugs or um, read a newspaper article or whatever. It's a really fun way to keep your kiddos reading that doesn't really involve, you know, you don't, it doesn't mean you have to read a chapter book to keep your kiddos reading. There's lots of ways to keep reading through your summer. Now, our next tip, you're not going to believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to tell you to create a gamer summer. Can you believe I said that? What? Well, no. Haha. <laughs> you know more about that. Right, because you know, of course, that I in no way am I suggesting that you stay plugged in for the summer in front of video games. What I'm actually suggesting is that you plan a whole entire summer of games. Now, our family is just wrapping up our 30 days of math games that you can check out over on our Road Trip Teacher blog here in just about, I think it's six more days, and we'll be done with that. But let me give you some tips on how to make this um, a part of your day. It's really easy peasy, and your kids will look forward to it, believe me. Over the past month when we've been doing this little experiment, um, there were two, there was more than one or two days really that I was like, uh, seriously, we have no time for games. But I can tell you that my kiddos came to expect it. Um, and, and they really wouldn't let me get by without doing it. It's just, it's one more example of the benefits that come from what Katie and I talk about all the time, and that is planning intentional time with your kiddos. There are so many educational games out there, whether you've got little ones or big kids or a combination of both, there really is tons of games that you can find. And and it doesn't have to be long games. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, a board game that you have to sit down at, you know, for an hour or anything like that. Many of the games we played were short and sweet. Um, it was just a time that we looked forward to every day um, to do so. And let me name some of our favorites from the last almost 30 days that we've played some of these were geared more towards math, but that doesn't mean that yours have to be. Um, Yahtzee was one that 
we really like to play, and we've actually went back. What we've tried to do in our rig over the past 30 days was play a new game because we were trying to, um, you know, kind of research those a little bit to be able to um, post our findings like we talked about. But I can tell you that our family liked the Yahtzee so much we went back and played it several times. Um, we found another game called Right, Left, Center. It was a really fun dice game, so super simple. Um, Gravity Maze remains one of our favorites. Of course, Monopoly is one of our favorite, even though that takes kind of a long time. So obviously you wouldn't want to play that unless you've got a long, lazy Sunday afternoon or maybe it's raining outside. That would be a good day to play Monopoly. Um, but Skipbo is another favorite of ours. That's a card game if you're not familiar with it. Um, Apples to Apples was one of our favorites. Tinsies, that's a, a dice game. That's another real fast and easy one that um, was really fun for everybody of all ages. And another one that we found, I think we found it at Target. It's called Rolling Across America. Have you ever seen this one, KT? No, it, it sounds uh, fabulous. It's so much fun. It's I think Taylor found it at Target. And you roll dice, and there's like a printout of the United States on these little bitty pages. They're no bigger than a post note. And um, the idea of it is to write certain numbers within the state and not have them equal so many. I don't know. It's, there's there's kind of some kind of rules that you have to master the rules, but it really is fun, and it um, kind of pairs up geography with math skills, and I don't know. It's all kinds of fun. It's called Rolling Across America, so you have to check that out. Honestly, um, we played so many games over the past month, I can't even remember them all. And you know what? Some days we even just played Simon Says or Red Light, Green Light out, outside, and that was okay, too, because um, what I'm talking about here is family time and following directions and developing strategy, and mostly importantly, again, is just having that intentional family time. I love that, Mary Beth. You know, I was just kind of in my head because I invested $2.99 into a brand spanking new pack of cards, and you would think we struck gold. Last night we played spoons with our family. It was so much fun. Today, Blazy and I sat down in a big pile of laundry uh, because it's laundry day, and we didn't feel like putting the clothes away. Instead, we played war. And he looked at me, and he said, this is awesome. We should do this all the time. And I thought, this is awesome. What's what's wrong with me? Why haven't I been doing this? Because I love card games. So mm-hmm. I just I just encourage you, if you if you don't want to spend all that money on, on games, you know, games in your house, literally go buy yourself a pack of cards from the dollar store and get some YouTube videos on different games you can play, and you will be thoroughly entertained all summer. In fact, you can take Mary Beth's idea here, the Gamer Summer, with a single pack of cards, and you can learn a new game every day of the summer and play your favorites. Okay, so here's another intentional idea. Plan a themed summer. Oh, I love I love myself a theme. I love it. It can go along with your travel plans if you like or be an adventure all its own. Here are some examples. Zoos. Plan a visit to a number of zoos over, over the summer. Now, if you heard zoos and you, you thought, I don't have that kind of money to go to all sorts of zoos, then I'm encouraging you to search the web for um, a membership, a museum membership that includes zoos and aquariums. I know that Boonshaft has one that's pretty popular, but I haven't done the research in a long time, so I wouldn't take my word for it that that's the only one. And what that is is a nationwide um, card that has reciprocal benefits uh, to zoos and aquariums and museums all around the country. So if you're wanting to do zoos over the summer, then get yourself one of those cards. If you want to do um, art museums, get 
get yourself one of those cards or aquariums. In fact, it could be the, the, all the same cards. So look into that. A reciprocal museum membership is what you're looking for. And if you type that in and you type in full-time RVing, you're going to find a whole bunch of posts uh, comparing and contrasting the different um, options available. Us personally, we have one from Evansville, Indiana, of all places, Meredith. Evansville, Indiana, we've had ours for seven years, and it is an Itasky card, so it's children's museums and science centers, and when I tell you mine is totally worn out, you can't even see my name on it anymore. That's how much we've used that <laughs> card, and that was $50 a year for a family membership. Okay, so look at your travel plans and maybe work in state capitol building tours. If baseball is your family's passion, See how many ballparks you can visit during your summer plans. And P.S., if you go to, like, minor league parks, they always have these specials, buy one, get one free, kids free, all these different ways to um, bring people in. So if you can't afford the big leagues, that's no problem. Look for minor leagues in your area. Of course, MB and I are both big national park fans, so you could definitely plan a summer of national park visits. Uh, keep in mind, I don't know if they're still doing this very best to you, uh, fourth graders, free national parks, is that still going on? I'm not for sure, but you know what? I'll do that research, and when we post these show notes, um, if there is a that, if that's still available, we'll post that link in here as well. Yes, for the 100th anniversary of National Park Service, they were offering a free um, National Parks Pass for the fourth grader in your home. And uh, I don't know what kind of – I think you just have to present your fourth grader. So I don't think you have to present any kind of documentation. Also, I want to tell you, because I always hear this after the fact, and I am a poster child for this after, after the fact, but if you have a disability in your home, if uh, you have a child that's disabled or a spouse or yourself is disabled, you are eligible for a free Golden Access Pass, um, and that is a National Parks Pass that's a lifetime pass free. So uh, look into that if there's a disability in your rig. No matter what rate route you take here, there are all kinds of opportunities for finding educational value in the history, operation, and surround, surrounding area for a themed summer such as these. You know, themes are so important because what they do is they help us focus our efforts. You know, sometimes when you have the whole world laid out before you, as many traveling families do who have truly location-independent job uh, incomes, um, it's hard to decide which way to go, and the themes help you narrow down those decisions. I, I jokingly laughed. We, we had a travel theme when we first launched, and that was Waterfalls, Caves, and Walmart, and we hit a lot of those in our first year. But um, we don't have a theme anymore, so maybe I need to get one. See, you should have a theme for the summer that will help you focus. <laughs> yeah, um, Absolutely. Well, our next suggestion tonight is one that I am actually going to personally embark on my own this summer because I've seen it done several times. Um, and so I'm going to do this year, um, this summer with my own road schoolers, and that is a postcard journal. And so what is this, you ask? Well, of course, I'm going to tell you. Now, I'm not sure about you, but our family actually has a habit of buying postcards in a lot of the places that we go. I always have the best intentions, and I'd really like to tell you that after every stop that we sit down and write these beautiful postcards and address them to all our family members and send them along the way. But guess what? We have done that sometimes, and they love to get those. But, um, you know, in truth, I have a big stack of postcards that we always end up with in a drawer, and they're just collecting like a pile of blank memories. So I've decided that this summer my suggestion for this postcard journal is going to turn our summer travels into um, our next road school adventure. 
So I'm going to tell you to start out with one insignificant investment. That's what we're going to do. And that is to buy a number of small metal rings, you know, like those little metal rings that you put cards on or um, flashcards or whatever. So you'll have to have as many of those rings as you have road schoolers. And then when you visit or travel to your next destination this summer, buy an equal number of postcards from that destination. And I'm not saying like those crazy $5 postcards that have the big gloss. I mean, these can be like the $5, 5 for $1 postcards or whatever. Um, just as long as they have like your location or, you know, a picture of, of where you're at or whatever. And then, um, you know, you can set the consistency for this project. So I'm not telling you that you need to buy, if you've got five kids, you don't have to buy five postcards every single day of the summer. I, I don't mean anything like that, anything crazy like that. You will set your own parameters. So maybe you'll do three a week or one a week, or maybe if you're in a certain location that has, you know, a lot of fun um, memories, you know, memorable places like, I don't know, I can't think of anything, but like if you're in the Mount Rushmore area, you know, you might want to buy postcards for Mount Rushmore and Custer State Park and the Badlands or whatever. You know, there might be some weeks or some months when you might, you know, want to purchase more than others depending on where you're at. Um, so that part of the consistency is really going to be you setting the parameters for whatever works for you. But here's the important part. <laughs> no matter how many you're going to do or how many goals you set yourself a goal to do, the idea is when you've purchased those postcards, right then, have your road schoolers sit down at a picnic table or, you know, back in the RV before you take off to the next place you're going and take just a quick five or ten minutes for them to date that postcard and write their favorite memory or something they've learned from that day. And, you know, like I said, it'll be just be a quick five or ten minutes. This is going to be an easy thing for you to do, Road School Mom, because your older kids should be able to do that. And your younger kids, we're not talking about them writing a whole paragraph or anything. We're talking about them writing just a few words or sentences. And if you've got really young kids, let them draw a picture on their postcard and just write one word under it, like, you know, Arizona or whatever. Um, you know, it can be a learning experience for them. And then finally, you'll want to punch a hole in that postcard and have them put it on their ring. And voila, that's it. You'll want to have a, probably a little postcard kit with you wherever you're, you know, in your go, you know, your go bag or your purse or whatever you keep with you when you go on an outings like that. And that little um, kit's going to want to have the rings, of course, that your road schoolers are using. You're going to want to have a you know, a number of pins or pencils in there as well for each one of your road schoolers to use because the last thing you're going to want to do is you get back in your RV and everybody's hot and sweaty and you want to sit down and write these postcards and, oh, you don't have enough pins. So you don't want to do that. So have yourself a little kit put together in your purse that has an, a, a number of pins for each of your road schoolers, the rings that you're using for this project, and a hole punch. That's it, those three things, and voila, you've got your little postcard kit. And what you'll have at the end of the summer is a wonderful record of your travels with a sample of each one of your road school's handwriting that's going to get better as the summer goes along because they're going to keep writing and they're going to get more used to writing on these postcards as the summer goes along. The best thing about it is they're going to date it themselves, so that'll you know they'll have kind of a, a date record. And then there will be that visual reminder, too, in the postcard. And at the end of the summer, it will be a really fun memory to have as well as, you know, a road school adventure. Oh, I love that. That's a great idea. Simple, economical, easy to accomplish. That's got all the markings of its success, which is, uh, you know, usually out of our league because we like to complicate the heck out of everything. But that's, a, that's really that's great. Sure. That's, I love it. 
And if you want to take that postcard idea a step further, our last suggestion tonight for a season of summer fun and road school fun, summer sun and road school fun, is to journal through the summer. It's important with this idea, though, to remember that this isn't a school project, but a fun memory project. So take some time to think about how your road schooler best likes to record his or her memories through pictures, through writing prompts, through PowerPoint. The main idea here is to keep your kiddos reading and or writing in some form or fashion and for them to do it for fun and not just to complete the process. We have a ton of resources and journaling and notebook notebooking and copywork pages with writing prompts for this type of thing. And you'll find them all in the show notes for, night, for tonight's podcast in the post over at roadschoolmoms.com. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that was really a lot of uh, – it's hard to say, isn't it, summer sun and road school fun? No matter <laughs> what. Let's say. say that three times real fast. That was a lot of suggestions. And, you know, all those things we talked about is really if you're not um, – I mean, you can use it however you like, but we really put those together if you're not really on a – you know, if you don't want to stay on a structured homeschool schedule. And then those are all the suggestions that we have for you. And now, if you want a little more structured in your homeschool this summer, and you want to keep that schedule, and you know, and, and you know, keep the schedule maybe that you've had throughout the year, and just twist it up for the summer a little bit, then I am going to encourage you to try out either a new curric- a new curriculum, or maybe a new type of curriculum, even if it's just temporary, to change it up a bit, and let your kiddos, you know, stick to their schedule, um, just with a little bit of a different nature. And you know my recommendation straight off of the Road School Moms approved list of our educational resources that we love, and that's Time for Learning. Um, Time for Learning is a great way to keep your kiddos learning. It's an online-based learning program. What's even better about um, using Time for Learning, I think, as an alternative for summer is your ability to really tailor it to use it however you'd like. Um, If you're not familiar with Time for Learning, um, you can go check it out. I, KT is our, I think we still have the, um, as part of your full-time family members benefit, if you're an FTF member, um, you get two weeks free, right, with Time for Learning? You do with promo code Road Schooler. Um, I did also see that Time for Learning was um, having their 13th birthday, and so they had a $12.95 plan, which is a considerable saving. It is. That's awesome. Well, you'll want to go check that out. Um, Like I was saying, what's even better about using this as an alternative for your summer homeschool is that you can include language arts, uh, math, social studies, science. There's an overview for each of these subjects that can be included or not included, you know, whatever you think is important with your road school schedule. Um, You can even go through that overview and decide which parts of those subjects that you want them to cover. So let's say you decide, oh, well, I really don't want them to do science, but I wouldn't mind if they did math. Well, you can go through that math overview and just decide what do you want them to do. Do you want them to, you know, do word problems? Do you want them to hit some multiplication facts? You know, whatever. Those overviews are a great way to go through there. So Time for Learning is a great supplement um, to your, you know, or alternative for that matter for summer road school. Yeah, that is that is so true. I was just talking to someone else about uh, time for learning and how it's just, I, I, you know, people ask me all the time, should I look for an online curriculum, especially if they're new to road schooling or new to homeschooling, an online curriculum sounds like an ideal way to go because it takes a lot of pressure off of you as the homeschool mom. And yes, that's true, but I'm going to add a caveat. You're going to be looking for an online on-demand 
homeschool curriculum as opposed to like a K-12, which requires your road schooler to be at their desk and at, the, at a computer connection at a certain time of day. Because when you start traveling across time zones and possibly going to places like I am with no internet connection, um, that complicates your road school. So uh, time for learning is online on demand, which means you plug into it and your road schooler starts their work whenever works for you. So if you want to stick to a road school routine for the summer but don't want to cover all the bases, think about this. Pick one subject or area that maybe you don't get to include as much as you'd like in your regular road school year. For example, think foreign language. Maybe you don't have the time in your regular year for it and not, or not everyone participated. Like maybe your older kids had some foreign language experience while the younger ones haven't. Summer is a great time to cover this. Decide as a family a foreign language it would be easy, it would be fun to learn, and make it a family road school adventure. Mu, mu, <laughs> muy bien. <laughs> muy bien. <laughs> Other suggestions for making one subject a focal point for summer homeschool would be science. Summer is a great time to include hands-on projects or vocabulary. Maybe each of your road schoolers need a notebook, and you can introduce a word a day for the summer. Each day, write down the word and the definition. Use it in a sentence. Younger kids can rainbow write the word. Older kids can come up with synonyms and antonyms and make it a family game to use new vocabulary words daily. If you have a competitive family, keep score of who uses the most new vocab words in a week or a day. Or how about music or art? Those extracurricular subjects are hard to include in a full schedule sometimes, so summer is a great time to enjoy those learning adventures. I love that. Wouldn't that be fun to use or to learn like a whole new foreign language over the summer? You could talk Absolutely. like that wherever you went. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the last suggestion for this uh, structured part of your summer road school adventure, if that's what you're looking for. And, of course, you know that I can't get through a podcast without um, harping on morning time. It's because I love morning time so much. And, again, if you don't know what morning time is, I encourage you to go back in our podcast library and look up the podcast that Katie and I did with Pam Barnhill last fall all about morning time. The summertime is the perfect time for morning time. Um, it just takes, I mean, really, you set the parameters for your morning time, whether it's, you know, 20 minutes or an hour or two hours of intentional family time to cover whatever subject you want. You know, it can be a formal school subject if that's what you're wanting to stick to. It can be devotional time. It can be books, um, read-aloud books. It can be character building. Whatever is important to your family as a whole unit can be incorporated into that morning time. And in the summer, morning time can, you know, be taken outdoors so e easily. And on many occasions, that makes it even more of a special treat. So if you need a little more structured suggestion for morning time, then I'm going to suggest one of uh, Katie and I's other favorites, again, from that Road School Moms approved list of our um, resources, and that's the Blaze New Trails in, um, curriculum from our friend Holly Giles over at the Giles Frontier. Katie and I have both used that curriculum. We found that um, last year at the FPEA in Orlando. And we looked at those tons of homeschool resources in the convention there. Um, and we loved many of them, but I can tell you that the Giles Frontier curriculum is the only one that KT and I both walked out the door with. Um, so that's a great one to include in your morning time. And, again, that's just, uh, I don't know, morning time. I love morning time. Are you still doing morning time, KT? I am, you know, again, to use the word hybrid, I don't do it exactly like we talked about on the morning time show with Tampa and Hill. 
Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, then Mary Beth will put that in the show notes too because that was a great show. But what we love to do is a family devotional time for our morning time because it really sets a wonderful tone for our whole family. I find that when we skip our devotional time that our family can go sideways pretty fast with kids like picking on each other and, uh, you know, parents being short-tempered. But when we start with the devotional time, uh, it just sets the right mood because we're, again, intentional. We love that word, don't we, Mary Beth? We're <laughs> intentional about the choices we're making and how we are treating one another in the house. So um, so that's what I do for my morning time. We read uh, Jesus is Calling Children's Edition. And P.S., I love today's Jesus is Calling. So if you have Jesus Calling in your house, whether you have the adult version or the children's version, I, I encourage you to look up April 30th. Such a wonderful message. Uh, so we start with that. And then we have a couple of Stormy, I don't remember her last name, Stormy's books. They're uh, The Praying Husband, The Praying Wife, and The Praying Parent. So we just go through and pick out prayers for one another, and we read them aloud. So Chris will, you know, pick out a praying wife, a praying husband prayer for me, and I'll do one for the husband. And usually Tonya likes to pick the praying parent one, and we'll read that for the kids. And um it's just such a wonderful time for our family. And we're also going through, because I love to add things to this time because I love it so much. We're also going through a version uh, study of Proverbs. So um, that's what we do with our morning time. I love Proverbs. You know, one of the things that we've done this year, um, I bought last year at FPEA the Apologia. It's really a character-building curriculum, I guess. Um, the first Oh, it's, the, it's called Who is God is the first, like, um, you know, not the first chapter. Well, I'm trying, it's the first book in that series. Um, and so I'm really anxious to get Love Thy Neighbor. I think that's the next one. I might be wrong about that. Whatever the next one is, that's what I'm looking forward to getting later on in May when I go to the FCEA convention here again in Orlando. Um, and we're actually, my kiddos love that Who is God um, series so much that we're going to, that's definitely going to be part of our summer um, road school no matter how we do it that's what we're going to use in our morning time because it really works for us I can read that aloud there's a notebooking journal that goes along with it there's a junior one for my um, for my littler road school and then my older kids use the um, the regular journal and it's just a really good fit for our family so that's what we're going to use for our morning time my goodness KT we've talked so much about summer um, we've given you those seven um, special suggestions if you're wanting to run an unstructured road school. And now here's our um, our other suggestions for having more of a structured schedule. I just I feel like that I'm already in the summer. I have to remind myself that I have to wrap up my regular road school year before I embark on this uh, summer adventure. I'm looking forward, forward, forward to summer. Oh, me too. I'm all pumped up for summer right now. So, um what I'm looking for, forward to is a lot of the things on this list. I really think I'm going to be employing the, the gamer days that, that uh, you suggested. I think that's going to be super fun. Um, but I do want to tell you, if you are currently um, in, uh, in the midst of some struggles or you need some help or some prayer, that Road School Moms has a special fellowship um, ministry just for you, and it's called the Road School Moms Prayer Team. It is a collection of women who are just waiting on your prayer intentions, and you it's very easy to connect with them. You just send your prayer intentions to rsmprayers, Road School Moms Prayers, at gmail.com. 
And when you do that, uh, you'll get a message back saying that your prayer has been received, and then you'll start receiving messages from our prayer team who uh, will be bringing your intentions to God on your behalf. Uh, I want you to know that that is a completely confidential prayer team, um, and uh, so you can feel confident to send whatever prayer request you have. And if you want to be on our prayer team, we also have room for you. You can send a same, the same email address, rsmprayers at gmail.com. You can send a request uh, to that to be on our prayer team if that's something that you'd like to do. I love that. Special thanks to our prayer team. All those members are great ladies, and we love having them aboard our Road School Moms team. I also want to remind our listeners um, that are listening to us on a replay tonight or today um, to please give us a review when you're done over at iTunes. That really does help our Road School Moms um, you know, get to where we need to be over at iTunes to, to keep being able to continue to encourage and minister to Road School Moms in our community. Um, so whether or not you give us Two stars or five stars, we don't care. Just please give us your honest review. If you do feel the need to give us less than four or five stars, we'd love for you to shoot us an email at Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com or info at RoadTripTeacher.com and let us know what we can do to better serve your road school mom needs. And no matter what kind of review that you give to us, do make sure that you let me know with a message, either through our Facebook group at Road School Moms or at that same email I just said, info at RoadTripTeacher.com. And I will be glad to send you the free product um, of your choice, a digital product, from my learning shop over at Road Trip Teacher just for completing that review. Well, tell them, Mary Beth, what's coming up this season. Well, I have to tell you that I'm super excited. I know that uh, we keep talking about summer, 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 um, and we're excited about that. But uh, next year's road school year was just around the corner. And so what KT and I are going to do in our 10th season um, here at Road School Moms, we are going to be spending the next 12 weeks talking about planning your successful road school year. Um, and next week, we're going to start off by, tarting, um, by talking about your vision. And that is simply going to be about the vision you have for your homeschool, how to get there, and how to plan um, for that road school year. And then there will be 11 subsequent shows after that um, with just all kinds of things, record keeping, and we're going to go into each subject. Um, every week, we'll have... Um, different guests, and we're going to have some different sponsors that's going to, um, you know, bring some freebies our way um, and, you know, all kinds of special links that you won't want to miss. So check us out um, at roadschoolmoms.com. Our list um, of those shows are going to be on there, so you'll want to be sure that you don't miss certain subjects that you might be looking for. And um, oh, I'm really excited about it. I can't wait. It'll take us all the way through the end of July. Oh, that's so exciting. What a wonderful season. I can't wait. I'm, I'm stoked about it, too. Well, um, we thank you for uh, tuning in this Sunday night and sharing this special time with us. Um, and we look forward to sharing next Sunday night with you. I'll be sharing a recap of what my vacation was like. And uh, Mary Beth will be revealing where, she, where in the world she is. <laughs> well, that's always a big surprise to all of us, including me. So make sure you tune in next Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time from wherever in the world you are. And until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your road school moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. 
May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.